This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across many different industries. Today's guest is Carla Olson, and she is the books publisher at Patagonia, which publishes books as a mission outreach for Patagonia, the clothing company. She is the chair on IBPA, which is how I met her, president of IBPA affiliates, publishers, and writers of San Diego and publishers and writers of Orange County. She's busy. She's founder of Read Local, a marketing coalition for authors. She has been in the publishing industry for over 30 years and is owner of Book Studio, a publishing consultancy. I'm excited about this interview. Carla, I don't think I realized how busy and full you really are in the book industry. And I think you're really bringing a lot of wisdom today to today's interview. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure to be here. So let's talk about your role at Patagonia. You've been with the company for how long? I've been there almost 10 years. It will be 10 years in June. Um, And basically what happened is 10 years ago, or a little bit over 10 years ago, I was approached by Patagonia who had a small publishing program. Uh, And they wanted someone to come in who had solid publishing experience. I also have quite uh, quite a bit of book packaging experience, which has um, served me well in this role. But they wanted to expand the book publishing program. And um, so I stepped in and grabbed this opportunity, which has been very, very phenomenal. So since then, at the time that I stepped in 10 years ago, they'd published 12 books. We've now published almost 60. Wow. Wow. What growth over the course of 10 years. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually heard you speak somewhere um, and it was about the similar topic about greening your publishing program and it might have been with IBPA. But I took notes furiously and I went directly to our printer and I said, we need to have a conversation. I need to make sure that our program is green and that we're following these specific things. Um, So I'm excited to share this with listeners because we were able to make some changes that I was pretty, pretty impressed and proud of. So let's talk about, let's dive right in. What can publishers listening do to help green their programs like Patagonia, which we talked about before the interview is really living and breathing their mission as a company and a brand. Right. So the Patagonia mission statement is we are in business to save the home planet. And every decision that we make is colored by that mission statement or influenced by that mission statement. So several years ago, uh, we challenged our printers to uh, work with us to print our books on only 100% post-consumer waste recycled paper. And I I would start out by saying, if you're going to make any change in the way that you print your books, that would be the one. Of course, paper is the largest component of any book. So you can have the most impact by making that decision. Don't let them um, deter you. 
FSC is not the same as recycled. And FSC, although it is a step in the right direction, so forest steward, I think it sounds stands for forest steward certification, which means that you are um, or you are certifying that the the book, the paper that the in the book comes from a um, a, a a legitimate forest, not old growth forest. Mm -hmm. However cutting down a tree is never the best option if there is recycled content available, which there is in abundance um, in, well, we'd like to deflect the paper from the landfill um, in order to have it made into new paper, but it is always best to use recycled paper rather than forest FSC paper. Uh, and that the printers will sometimes tell you that that's not the case and, and make an argument that it takes a lot of fossil fuel to gather the paper and, um, and scrub the paper so that they can make it into new paper. But the fact is, it's always better not to disrupt a natural landscape um, and to uh, let, let the natural systems exist the, the way that they are instead of cutting down a forest and even replanting trees is not the best option. So, uh, so you understand paper plantations are um, oftentimes when printers say that, that there is two trees printed for everyone cut down, what they're referring to as a paper plantation, which is um, replacing natural habitat with more conventional farming kind of practices. Um, it affects the water table. It affects other 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 species that are grown together, um, and it's um, it's really not something that you want to participate in. So go to your printer. Ask them about what um, recycled papers they have available on as their house papers. And another option, and sometimes when you're doing small, smaller printings, this doesn't work, but is to work directly with a paper broker and bring the paper to the print job. You know, so, that's, that's a question I have because right now the U.S. printers are um, having a hard time sourcing paper, but I wonder if publishers were reaching out and instead of asking for the FSC paper, if they were saying, I want 100% post-consumer waste paper, if that would be a different story, if it would be easier to source. Yes, there are significant challenges with paper right now and you need to plan. My, my production manager just told me that she's ordering paper 12 weeks in advance of printing. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, a, that's longer than we've ever seen. And paper is also, it, it's, it's expensive. All paper is going up in price. Yeah. I do believe that if you ask for, if, if more publishers ask for and understand that recycled paper is an option, that the paper plants, they, they have the capacity to make paper from FSC or they have the capacity to make paper from recycled paper. And either one, if there's more demand for recycled paper, there will be more recycled paper. And I actually do believe the price will go down. Mm. Um, that's my conjecture, but um, I have spoken with brokers who have said that that's true as well. So if they opt to make more recycled paper and it's more available, um, it will be you know, more affordable. Right now, um, I mean, it, it does cost a little bit more, but I'm also seeing from our, from the consumers that we're working with and from our book distributor that we can actually increase the price of the book um, by about a dollar 
because we are using sustainable practices, obviously, with, with our books. And by obviously, I mean that there's a note on the back of the book that says, or on the copyright page, or somewhere that says that the book is printed on um, post-consumer waste recycled paper. Wow. You know, um, and as a consumer, I will say, you can see we love books in our house, and this is our family collection of books. Um, we have a friend who um, publishes on 100% post-consumer waste paper, and I know as a consumer, I, I don't see any big difference. I wouldn't say the paper is less quality at all. Um, and so for those publishers listening, if you're concerned about that, I would take that out of your concern bucket. Um, so I can say that I've seen dramatic um, improvement in the quality of the recycled paper over the course of the last five, six years. Okay. It used to have somewhat of a yellow cast. It no longer does. Um, we print on um, Roland Enviro and we print our books full color throughout with photos within the books and the quality is fabulous. I would say that there is no difference. Oh, that's great coming from a photo perspective um, versus an illustration perspective. Um, another question I had was, you know, we talk a lot about marketing um, programs and products here in this podcast. And would you say that, and it's hard to say what consumers are really thinking about Patagonia books, but you can speak from your buyer's perspective. What are buyers um, from, you know, your distributor, what are they saying? What are reviews saying about your books? Um, we are we are starting to get more attention for the fact that our books are explicitly um, produced as sustainably as possible at this time. Um, I, I am seeing it pop up in some of our reviews. Also, you know, the the quality of the illustrations and the presentation, um, the, the quality of actually the product oftentimes pops up in a review um, that that we get from either Publishers Weekly or Kirkus or Forward or, or Library Journal. Um, also, we are hearing from the reps that it is um, a, a, a sales um, um, advantage. Mm. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it, it speaks to um, the integrity of Patagonia products, that they can say that recycled paper is, is used in the making of this book. Um, just so you know, um, about 72% of Patagonia's clothing products are all made, are currently made from recycled materials. So it would be disingenuous for us not to print our books on recycled materials. So it comes, it comes, um, it, 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 it speaks to the brand and strengthens the, the, um, the, um, like in perception. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And so what's next, Carla? What is what is something that you're looking forward to in the future for um, your work at Patagonia on both? Well, so here's what I would say is our next, um, our next battle with the uh, publishing industry. Um, in, in fall of 2019, we um, announced to the industry that we would be no longer printing um, advanced reading copies or galleys. Mm. They are a complete waste of paper as well as fossil fuel, moving them around to reviewers. Um, they are also get in the, because they end up in 
oftentimes end up being sold in, in um, Amazon Marketplace as third part from third party sellers. They also sort of mess with the buy button for publishers. So I'm on a campaign right now to raise awareness about the fact that we really need to move away from this system of printing advanced reading copies for reviewers. Um, the pandemic really helped with that because okay. during the pandemic, um, many, many of the review systems, um, Publishers Weekly, New, even the New York Times, the Washington Post, all moved away from having um, printed copies sent to a big room where they were um, organized and people could, you know, pull the copies. Um, and I'm seeing more acceptance of um, digital galleys, which we do through Edelweiss and, um, and other systems. So I'm really emphasizing um, that with reviewers and asking other companies. I think we need to, the reviewers are open to it, but, but I, I'm seeing um, a slide back to publishing companies are starting to, to, print, to print advanced reading copies again. And um, I think we wanna kind of keep pushing forward with these digital copies, which cost nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, they cost a little bit to upload. So um, it really is a savings. So let's try to shake up that part of the industry. There's absolutely no reason. I like um, that. And it's saving, it's saving us money too as a publisher. A lot absolutely. of it. Mm -hmm. yes. Yep. And, you know, you can take notes on, on a digital file. You can, you know, I, there's, uh, there's really no, there's no, in my opinion, there's no excuse or there's nothing that outweighs the um, damage that it caused to the environment by printing these books that really um, shouldn't be printed. So um, that was that's my next battle. We're also looking at, um, and we are constantly looking at the, the um, factors, the other elements that go into printing a book where, I mean, inks are pretty good. Um, you want to make sure you're not using petroleum-based inks. Um, I think most of our inks, we are using soy-based inks. We don't love, at Patagonia, we don't love um, deflecting food products into other kinds of non-edible products, um, non-consumable products. But, um, you know, so we're encouraging, kind of watching what's happening with inks. Um, adhesives, that kind of thing. Finishes, be careful about the finishes that you use on a book because many of them are very chemical. Um, so just ask, you know, I, I am finding that most printers, well-established printers do have someone on staff who is their sustainability expert. And just ask a ton of questions, make your printer your partner um, in this endeavor. Uh, there's also a lot of great experimentation going on with alternative papers, paper made from straw, um, paper made from, you know, other other kinds of products. Um, and so we're kind of watching that. There's nothing that really um, right now that works to the quality that we want to establish in, you know, so that the book is lasting for a long time. One question I will I get a lot of times is if you're so sustainable, why don't you just do ebooks? Um, and so I'll address that for a second. It turns out that studies show that um, in order for an e-reader to offset its sustainability, it's, it's um, carbon footprint. Mm. The user needs to read 20 to 25 books. And that is way more than the average that most people read. Um, so we have chosen, we do uh, publish eBooks and 
industry standard, we publish about 25% of our books are ebooks, are sold as ebooks, but we have chosen um, to not just go full e because we won't be able to um, get our message out to as many people as we like to so and share our, our books with us and we want to support independent bookstores and you know we want to not just sell on Amazon there's all kinds of you know things that um, I mean I think those would be the other things that you should look at for sustainability is supporting independent bookstores as much as possible um, in and um, working with uh, programs like um, uh, IndieBound and um, Bookshop.org to kind of deflect a little bit of the power that Amazon has. So um, just things to think about. Absolutely. This is wonderful. And I just, I thank you for your passion and your commitment to the brand. And, um, you know, it's, it's just really great to talk to somebody on a team of individuals who are constantly striving towards a certain goal and um, working through many different goals to get there, many different avenues to get there, many different strategies. And it's just, it's really great. And I, I hope that publishers listening, um, you know, can really be inspired and motivated by that. Carla, we will include um, the link to Patagonia Books and the social media handles in the show notes, but I want to thank you so much for your time today and for joining us. You're welcome. And I will just mention that I'm doing a longer discussion of this topic at um, the publish IBPA Publishing University, the virtual, the virtual half of IBPA Publishing University. We will include the link to the virtual PubU. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Sure. Thank you, Maria. Have a great day, Carla. Okay. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.